You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. This is a special one-off podcast. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Thank you for coming tonight, especially after a long day and now a very wet evening. Tonight, we are remembering 50 years from Stobel. My name is Charlotte West, and I'm involved with Northern Lights MCC. We'll also be having people from Northern Proud Voices singing to us, and Claire from the Cathedral speaking to us and singing to us. We are grateful to everyone at Northern Pride for their support in bringing us together. We'll share a time of music, reflection and silence. And we're glad for your participation. Feel free to join in as you wish. We will invite you to light your candles together about halfway through our time. 50 years ago, on the 28th of June, 1969, the Stonewall riots started and were the start of the fight for justice and equality for the LGBT plus community. Let's see a little about that night. social centers of gay life. Gay bars were to gay people what churches were to blacks in the South. The mafia would extort wealthy patrons, threatening to out them to their employers and families. Despite the mafia's bribes, the police still regularly raided the Stonewall Inn and other gay bars, charging them with solicitation of homosexual relations. Trans and other gender non-conforming people were also targeted, subjected to violence, and arrested if they weren't wearing what the police deemed gender-appropriate clothing. We heard on the radio there was a disturbance in Greenwich Village, 
the cops of that area would pull raids on the bars and take everybody out and put them in paddy wagons, arrest them, whatever. And everybody just got sick and tired of being sick and tired and said, this is enough. They're not taking it anymore. There were no instructions except uh, put them out of business. The first police officer that came in with our group said the place is under arrest. When you exit, have some identification and it'll be over in a short time. This time they said we're not going. That's it. We're not going. Something snapped, it's like, what's, this, this is not right. That's what happened strong all night to a lot of people. We went, oh my God. I'm not alone. There are other people that feel exactly the same way. They didn't have the manpower. And then the manpower for the other side was coming like a, it, it was a real war. In those days, all they had was walkie-talkies. So by the time they were calling for backup, uh, it was a little late, and the word went like wildfire through the village, and everybody was like emptying the bars and taking to the streets. This was the Rosa Parks moment, the time that gay people stood up and said no. And once that happened, the whole house of cards that was the system of oppression of gay people started to crumble. In the civil rights movement, we ran from the police. In the peace movement, we ran from the police. That night, the police ran from us. The lowliest of the low. And it was fantastic. Our second reading is an ode to Stonewall Riots. Written by D.W., an Indian-American transgender writer and poet. It starts. The stillness within, the indignation without, an initiation of movement, the murmur of thought. Building like lightning across the mind, above the embers of the heart, a desire, a want, a spark, bursting into phoenix fire, bolstered by love and diversity. A tapestry of hands and hearts, touching, believing, hoping, rising to be noticed. At last, to be seen, respected, accepted, we exist, we strive, we yearn. Standing on many shoulders, Remembering what has gone before, 
still much higher to climb, dreaming of what is to come. But in this moment, this breath, reveling in the spread of color, our symphony, our spectrum, our community, our pride never ends. Fifty years ago, in the summer of 1969, the Stonewall Inn in Greenwich Village was a melting pot of some of the poorest and most marginalized of New York. Many black and mixed race, drag queens, transgender people, butch lesbians, gay men and male prostitutes, people who didn't fit into the mainstream patriarchal categories had finally had enough. The melting pot bubbled over into protest and violence. Stormy de Larvery, it is said, bleeding from a head wound inflicted by a police officer, yelled at the crowd of bystanders, why don't you guys do something? The crowd responded in a surge of anger and determination, and so began the six days of the Stonewall uprising, which marked the beginning of the gay rights movement. We stand on the shoulders of giants. A year later, the first Pride marches took place in the States to commemorate Stonewall. Today, Pride is a worldwide phenomenon, but this ceremony, this vigil at the end of an amazing weekend of celebration and solidarity is a reminder is a reminder that we still have work to do. We owe a huge debt of thanks to the Northern Pride Committee for making this festival such a safe space for everyone who has attended. But we know only too well that it's not the same out there, is it? In 70 countries of the world, to be in a same-sex relationship is still regarded as a crime, punishable by beatings, imprisonment, and even death. In our own country, homophobic attacks are still commonplace. And of course, those that are reported are a tiny proportion of the verbal and physical abuse that we have all experienced that goes on under the radar. Teaching about sexual orientation and gender identity in schools is still being challenged by traditionalist and fundamentalist religious groups. The Gender Recognition Act may be being reformed, but social attitudes haven't changed. As the mother of a transgender son, A fabulous transgender son. I know that he can still spend all day in town 
not going to the toilet. Because even at 27 years of age, he still doesn't feel safe going on his own into the gents. We still have a very long way to go. But the haters must not be allowed to win. I cannot stand here as a Church of England priest without acknowledging that the church has a lot to apologize for. We have our share of haters too. Pride Weekend is a safe space, but I will not rest until any church I belong to becomes a safe space too, where LGBTQI plus identities and relationships are honored and celebrated. 50 years ago, Stormy Delarvery yelled out, why don't you guys do something? Let's hear that challenge today, hallelujah. <laughs> I want to say to our young people, to the vulnerable amongst us and to all for whom this has maybe been your first pride, Go home and find your safe spaces. Make your happy places. Don't stick your neck out. Take care of yourselves because you are precious. So very precious. But I also want to say to those of us who are older, and to have strong and affirming networks around us. Those of us who are in positions of influence or have got to the stage of life where we can stick our necks out and take some risks, let's do it. For God's sake, let's do it. We are standing on the shoulders of giants. People who have struggled and suffered died even in order to get us this far, but we still have work to do. So take the love and share it. Take the pain and vow that we'll make it different for the next generation. Take the anger and use it to bring about positive change. And never forget that you are deeply loved and wonderfully made just the way you are. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself when I look at you all, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. 
the bright blessed day and the dark sacred night and I think to myself what a wonderful world the colors of the rainbow the colors of the rainbow so pretty in the sky are also on the faces of people going by i see friends shaking hands saying how do you do I hear babies cry, let's do it for them. I watch them grow, they'll learn much more than I'll ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I think to myself, what a wonderful world. We're now, if you haven't already, going to light our candles. There should be people around you with lighters to help with this. And as we do this, we welcome Northern Proud Voices to the stage.
As you lit your candles, I lit this one. We light this on the first Sunday of every month to remember the members of Rainbow Home, a group of LGBT asylum seekers who have fled their countries, leaving behind friends, families, loved ones, and all they know, because it's no longer safe to be who they are. We are now coming to a time of remembrance the words will appear on the screen behind me. I will be one if you will be many. Let us remember. We remember and give thanks for those who have protested, campaigned and struggled in the past so that we are free to celebrate being LGBT this weekend. We remember them. We remember those around the world who live in fear of persecution, violence, or even death tonight, just because of who they are and who they love. We remember them. We remember those of us who are struggling in this country because of the ignorance, prejudice, homophobia and transphobia we still face each day. We remember them. We remember those around the world and in this country who have been rejected or hurt by the church and other religions because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. We remember them. We remember those who are living with or have been affected by HIV and AIDS. We particularly remember those we have lost. We remember them. We remember those who we wish were with us tonight, our family, friends, and loved ones who have died. We remember them. We are here tonight to celebrate that we are proud to be who we are. We live and love and fight for our freedom and the freedom of others. We will resist oppression. We are proud to be who we are. Thank you for being part of this vigil. Thank you to the amazing Pride Committee and all the volunteers, to Pride Radio for broadcasting this live, and to all of you for coming tonight. Please dispose of your candles safely. Northern Pride Voices will now come and sing to us.
Thank you for listening to this podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. 
To find out more about what we do, head across to our website, www.northernlightsmcc.org.uk.